It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week, the show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So hold on to your butts. Ian. Claire. When I got here, I had something hanging down into my eye. Does this ever happen to you? Yes. So mascara is supposed to pull all of the stuff on my lashes up into a clumpy black clump a clump. Right. But one of them, one of my lashes, was growing like sideways, like a little, like a little tsunami. Right. Like sideways, like a big old wave, and then pointed down into my eye. So I was walking here, and I'm blinking, and I can see it like doing a little like wave motion in front of my eye. I'm like, what the fuck? When I saw it in your mirror, I was so. I was amazed because do you know how many layers of mascara I have on right now? I'm guessing a lot. Yeah, like four. Only, be- only because you've said, do you know how many layers? So yeah. that sounded like a lot. Like four. Like my eyes are like a little bit heavy. Really? Yeah, it feels good. Great. <laughs> and you have long eyelashes too. I do. I've always had really long eyelashes. I remember one time uh, when I was first dancing ballet that my lashes were so thick and dark that my dance instructor was putting more layers of mascara on my eyes, and I was like, uh, for our recital, mm-hmm. and you just like couldn't really see the difference. Mm. And so then I went out on stage, and my eyes were like at half mask the whole time because I was like, it's so heavy. I never oh, wore yeah. makeup before. I was like seven or wow. something. You know? Wow. Don't put makeup on your seven year old. Okay? Yeah, it's a bit weird. I remember being backstage at dance concerts and watching like seven year olds try to apply their own makeup, and it was it was disturbing. Like I. I, I didn't like it. It was weird. Did you ever have to put on makeup for kid recitals? Not for dance recitals, only for like... Theater play, stuff. Th- only for theater stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But that being said, I also have long eyelashes, not to brag or anything, but... Um, Ian has really sweet eyes. Thank you. Like little, I thank don't know, you. they're like soft, chocolatey brown with like a little green undertone. Yeah. And they, what I love about them is that they change based on like what I'm wearing. So if I wear, like, a green shirt, that'll be, like, a very vibrant green. Yeah. Um, they call that chameleon hazel. Yeah. Oh, is that the, is that the actual term no, for so it? Because you have hazel eyes, right? I, I think technically, yes. I do, too. Yep. But mine are, like, sunflower hazel, where they have, like, the golden ring around the pupil. Right. And they will change tones, but not, like, full color. Yours can also, like, sort of stray bluish, like, blue-grayish, right? Well, I'm wearing gray right now so they should be kind of on the on the steelier green green gray right side. right yeah hold on i have to cough <coughs> want a cough drop i just got some new ones honestly yeah yeah, oh, thank yeah. You. so these are like honey herb cough drops by ricola oh my god these are my favorite flavor i me too now i fell in love with these during hairspray oh yeah yeah okay listeners this is a candy wrapper yeah no it's nice they like it the people at home give the people at home what they want fine you know? Um, I was going to say one time when I was a kid, this is the craziest story. I woke up. I should put this in my mouth. This is my mouth with a cough drop. I woke up and I guess I had like drooled in my sleep or maybe I had like a nosebleed or something. Not a nosebleed, but like maybe a runny nose. Because I went to the bathroom and I went to open up my eyes and I couldn't. They were like glued shut. Mm -hmm. Something happened in my sleep where my lashes got all wrapped around one another and stuck together. And so I had to, I was so scared. I was like 10 because I remember we were living in our old Virginia house. So I had to like take water from the sink and rub them on my eyes to like let my eyes get loose. And then I opened them up and I was like, and they were like all crusty and gross. And I was like, which like as an adult, I would be like, 
wow, I must have had a really rough night. But as a kid, I was like, there was a slime monster in my bed. Yep. It closed my eyes. It, it got me. It pans labyrinth is happening to me right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am relatively calm about this. I am just assessing the situation. <laughs> yeah. And everything is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm really into like weird, gross eye stuff. Interesting. Do you know that your eyeballs are the only part of your body that never grows? That's wild. Your eyeballs have been the same size since the day you were born. That's, that's fascinating so to me. They were like humongous and then right. everything around them started just kind of grew in. in. Yeah. Yeah. You wow. can see what my fingers are doing right now. They kind of have made a mask over Claire's eyes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a, like a thinly veiled... Spiders have right. eyeballs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's basically what a spider's face is, frankly. It's just eyeballs. It's just eyeballs. Yep. Yeah, eyeballs and pincers. Um, okay, should we go to the thing? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Okay, let's do it. The thing that happened was like... Oh, throw back. <laughs> throw back. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? Okay, so... Um, this week, so as we're recording this today, folks, um, I am once again a human being. I have not been much of a human being the past few days, and I will tell you why. So, Thursday into Friday, I worked overnight. Friday, I had a gig with, uh, Joe Kroger and company, as I've mentioned on the past show or so. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Saturday, I had to open up, uh, Fancy Best Buy at 7 a.m. Fancy Best Buy. All your fancy buys go to best. Yes. Um, I feel like we do need a theme song. I like that. Thank you. Fancy best buys where all your fancy buys go to best. (laughs) See, that's good. Okay. Now now Fancy Best Buy has a theme song. Exactly. Give us our money. Um, So I, and my story mainly comes with what happened at the gig. So I mentioned before, it was our basis like bachelor party theme and um, it was at a new, uh, place that I had never played before called Pianos. This was like two, this was like three weeks ago at this point, now that this episode is dropping. Right, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but we go up, we're the first band up, we do our gig, and I get up there all confident, but then as the gig is going on, I realize I can't hear myself. Mm. So, as any band would know, a good venue has monitors sort of lining the front of the stage, so that when you play, you can hear yourself, like basically right at you. Right. Um, and, like, when you get on a bigger scale, like, you eventually get, like, in-ear uh, listening devices and you can hear yourself directly into your ear. Yeah. This is not the case. And we had monitors, like, sort of on the diagonal sides of the stage, which I then spoke to a friend of mine from Fancy Best Buy who did sound for all of, like, the best bands in the world, like, throughout the 70s and 80s and 90s and up to, like, this past summer. Yeah. And I was explaining to him, um, yeah, it, it, apparently... The gig went well, uh, but I couldn't hear myself. And he goes, then that sound person should be shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, that's a little extreme, that's, but I get, I get the sentiment. And, like, then, and then he proceeds to go on this entire, like, educational speech for me of, like, what I should expect out of my gigs and what I should expect, like, the venue to have for me and what, like, should be there for me and, like, what I should do if that doesn't happen. And mm. that was, like, that was really cool because I was, like, learning from, like, a legend in the business. Um and so he then pulls up all of these pages from, like, Guitar Center for me and says, check this out. Now that you're, like, part of a business, um, look into financing this. You can write it off on your taxes, and you'll, like, you'll be able to take that with you and hear yourself no matter what. And that was really freaking cool. This siren um, is not where you are. Yeah. Yeah. 
later that day, I, I get a text message from Joe Kroger, friend of the show, Joe Kroger, my front woman, and um, she had forwarded me this, um, basically a screenshot of her conversation with one of the other uh, bands, uh, and the front man of that band said, by the way, your fiddle player is a boss. I loves me some fiddle. Aww. And yeah. So you so did that, sound good Apparently, all along. yeah. And so like uh, that... Like that really, like that really, like made that really warmed my heart, and that really made me smile, and like it made me really happy. So, after like this kind of difficult show, which like on all accounts should have felt great, like I like the set got really good feedback in the moment, and like Joe plays this like beautiful new song that's one of my favorites. Check out my Instagram stories, um, or maybe you can't now because it's that's an archive. Anyway, um, but like. Uh, having left this set sort of like not really knowing how to feel like it, it was really cool to know that other musicians that like I really respected like went out of their way to like congratulate the set and me and um That's yeah good it was reassurance right yeah it, and um it was it, it just felt really good and like it was something I didn't know I needed to hear yeah. um but like yeah that made me really happy and I got to watch the affianced couple slow dance to um joe's sailor song um and um yeah so um it really it really warmed my cold cold heart (laughs) so that that was my thing that happened this week it was a nice little um nice little buck up yeah i like that i was gonna say before that sound is so um tactile especially in the performing arts it's like the first thing that people will notice if it's going wrong Exactly. it affects so many other things and it's all around you sound is you know in the space right? right It's not, like, something tangible. Um, you just know when it's not going well. Right. When we were first starting this podcast, I remember I was, like, reading up on how to get started in a podcast. And uh, that was before everyone had one. Right. Not Which, to brag or anything. It's so crazy. We've been doing this now three, three and a half years. Right. And now I feel like having a podcast is, like, when people find out I have one, they're, like, not impressed anymore. Yeah. But back when we started one, I remember it was, like, really groundbreaking. Anyway. Right. But I remember reading, they were, like, the first thing you have to do is make sure you have good sound. And Mm -hmm. we didn't have a lot of money, but, like, the one thing that we did invest in was, like, getting microphones coded. Right. So that we could, like, have the sound that we needed for the price point that we were working at. So, like, longtime listeners will remember when this show... Sounded very different. Very different. But was still clear, you know? Like, we needed clarity and we needed sound cancellation. Right. And obviously because we're not in a position to have soundproofing. Right. Or, like, a studio. Right. Exactly. Right. Um. So, anyway, I, I really, I empathize. And yeah, I have been and... in a show before where I cannot hear myself. It yeah. is very hard. It's very hard. And, like, um, especially, like, singing is kind of similar to violin in that it's, like, you're either in tune or you're not. Yeah. And, like, there's very little wiggle room. And, um, like, and when you can't hear yourself, it's so hard to gauge whether or not you're even, like, with everyone else. Mm. Like, tonally, etc. Yeah. So, um, being, being told that, like, I did a good job on that was just, like, that was what I needed to hear. So, and, yeah. and, yeah, and, um, sound. I always love when a big pop star pulls their in-ears out. I always love that because it like it immediately proves to you whether they're lip syncing or not, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But I love when like you know Ariana will flip her hair over, pull her in ears out, and be like, "I can hear myself," and then mm-hmm. just continue the song. Like 
I love that. I love it. I remember like seeing Adina Menzel do that once, and that was pretty cool. Uh huh. And like she did it for like a nice like I'm gonna bring it down a bit, and then she sang a bit of for good, and like it was really sweet. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, that was a great thing that happened this week, Ian. Thank you. And you are a very good fiddler. Thank you. Your You're turn. Welcome. The the Ricola is making me talk like this. Yeah. 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 Sean. Cue the music. <laughs> All right, Claire. Uh, what happened to you this week? This week, my radiator exploded. What? Okay, here's what happened. Tell me. My radiator is like way too overpowering, and I would come home from leaving it open, even just halfway during the workday. I'd come mm-hmm. home, and it would be raining inside of my room, dripping from the windows, mm-hmm. dripping from mm-hmm. the ceiling. Everything was wet and all the papers were getting curly. Yep. And so I decided that it would be best to close the radiator when I was asleep and when I was at work and leave it open when I was home so that it would get pressure released, but it wouldn't be like raining all the time in my room. I lost so many good towels. Right. To cleaning up the windows and the windowsill and the floor and my clothes and pillows. At one point it rained inside. Yeah. So then... uh, The other morning, I got up, I went to open the radiator, and for those that don't have radiator heat, basically the radiator has a pipe coming from the hot water line. The radiator itself has coils inside that warm up as the water, as the steam pressure is pushed through the coils. It has a steam release on the far side, just in case the the pressure's too high, it it, it won't get like clanky in the coils, because Mm -hmm. when there's too much pressure... In a cold radiator, it makes like a pots and pans banging sound. Yeah. But the part that's between the hot water pipe and the coils is the valve that you can open and close it. And it has a twisty on top that is like opening and closing a bottle cap. Right. But then there's also like an attachment to the pipe. So I went to twist the valve, but the entire piece broke off in my hand and came up out of the pipe. Oh, yikes. When I say, Ian, that immediately the room was a cloud, the steam came up so fast and so forceful and so loud. I've never heard anything like this. Yep. It's pumping cloud water into the room. Yep. Everything is a giant thing of steam. Yep. I can't see my hand in front of my face. Yep. Immediately. And it's so loud. I told my best friend, Eric, it it was a loud cloud. Loud cloud. So I turn around. I'm like, I can't even see what's going on because I don't even have my glasses on yet. So I put on my glasses like that's going to help in a room full of steam. (laughs) I realize that's not working. So I have to just go for it. I reach with the valve in my hand over the pipe, over Mm -hmm. the hot steam. Yep. And just clamp it down however I can. The steam stopped, but I had to basically like jimmy the thing in place, run to the kitchen grab the hammer from the tool drawer, run back, and hammer it into place. Now, it's a screw mechanism. So I was like, I'm fucking this up. I know that I am. It's permanently damaged, but I will not burn today. Like, I'm not going to die from a cloud full of hot water. Right. So I knock the thing back into place. I call the super, and he comes up, and he's like, he's like, yeah, this is really bad. And I was like, 
my super's name is George. I was like, George, when I tell you that the whole room was immediately a cloud, I'm, I was terrified. I had to open all the windows. I had to open my door. I had to open mm-hmm. the windows out in the main living area. It was scary. It was real scary. Mm-hmm. So George went downstairs, turned off the hot water, came back up, and screwed the mechanism back into place. I still think it needs a new piece because he screwed it in so tight that... So I always thought that the inside of the pipe, when you turned open the valve, that it was like lifting a door for the steam. Uh-huh. It's not. Really? The valve is a very, under the valve is a very long screw, like the length of my hand, mm-hmm. down into the base of the hot water pipe, and it has a tamp on the end of it. Mm. So when you unscrew it, it detamps from the bottom up. So it's not like opening and closing, it's like lifting up and down. Right. Yeah. I, so I thought at the base of the valve was where things were screwing in, like a bottle cap because it kind of looks like that. Sure. But it actually is the opposite. It's a really long screw and it's pulling something from way lower. So right. when he screwed it in, he was like basing it way low in the pipe. And anyway, this is way too complicated to say that he screwed it in too tight. And so now the radiator doesn't even heat up at all, which is fine. Honestly, I would much rather have a cold room than die in a, in a steam cloud. Of course. But it was terrifying Ian that happened to me when I first moved to the city the same exact fucking thing thank god you understand because I I told other people and they were like that sounds crazy no like that exact thing happened to me I thought I had like I thought I was like I was damaged because like I have never heard of this kind of thing happening before right and the exact same thing happened to me my room was a cloud it was raining inside my bedroom um, which thankfully, like, it was, like, my first or, like, my second week in the city, so there was nothing in my in my room. Um, but then, like, the smoke, and I had a smaller apartment, the smoke then goes into the living room and, like, hits the smoke detector. So... Oh, the steam. Yeah, the, the steam. So the smoke detector's going off, and I can't see anything because my apartment <laughs> is a big steam cloud. <laughs> So, yeah, no, like, I, like, that, I know exactly, like, and I've been to your place, so I know exactly how this all happened. Like, I get you. It's so scary. It's frightening. Yeah. So, anyway, to say that that was a new experience, I mean, I've dealt with some, some wily radiators, you know what I right. mean? But that was next level. That yeah. was. Holy shit. Whew. So, anyway, I survived. I didn't burn my hand, and uh, I don't have a warm room anymore, so there's something with that. She's a survivor. <laughs> I will not get burned. The steam won't get me. Ha, but ha, now ha. I'm cold now. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for my electric blanket is really the oh, bottom line. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with trying to get your room heated up again. Unless, you. unless you're going to depend on the electric blanket, which I wouldn't blame you for because that sounds cozy. I mean, honestly, like, I kept the radiator closed the entire first winter we were in the apartment because mm. I couldn't figure out how to open up the valve. Like, it was just too tight. Sure. And uh, I did just fine. Great. I did fine. Uh, so anyway, thus endeth my thing that happened this week. Wow, I love that story. Thank you. I mean, like as as troublesome as it is, like I'm, I like I feel better knowing that like I'm not the only one who has like destroyed no a radiator. You are not alone. Uh, Michael Jackson's canceled. Yeah, Ugh. yikes. I might cut oh, that. Oh, we can rewind that too. You are not alone. <laughs> All right, uh, quiz time. Quiz time. Yeah.
Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with Four Weddings and a Funeral on Hulu. Oh! Yeah, I mean, it didn't. It came out, like, over the summer, but I just started watching it. Okay. And I am, like, I, I was going to say entrenched. I am engrossed. Okay. And um, I, I think entrenched. it is entrenched. <laughs> I am entrenched in this, um, yeah, um, I think it's such a wonderful, wonderful little series. I'm, I'm only, like, four episodes in, but, like, it Produced is... Produced by Mindy Kaling, Yeah, right? and I think she, like, wrote most of it, too. Good. Um, she's amazing. She's amazing, and, like, the show's amazing, so, like, I'm... And the episodes are all, like, one hour long, so I like that because it keeps me from just binging the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm obsessed with that. That's amazing. Thank you. Question number two. King for a day, what would be your decree? A decree? Um, Four-day <laughs> work week. Yeah, we all, we all get three weekend days or... But which would it be? Friday or Monday? Oh, I don't know. Um, because I love the idea of both. Because I kind of love having Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably go with that. I don't... I think I'd go Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, r- right. Like, it feels like six and one to me for a little... Because Friday still would have good Friday vibes, but the beginning of the week wouldn't have that weird, like, pallor of, I hate going back to work. Right, right, yeah. Okay. Every week would be a, a holiday weekend. It's true. Yeah. For some, I forget what the or, or, uh, the origin was, but in uh, high school we would call those Bucket Fridays. <laughs> like, the, the last day before a long weekend. Bucket uh, Friday. Yeah. That's funny. I forget. Like, it was something with the band teacher. Like, he would bring, like, a bucket in or something. I, I, I'm not telling the story well because I don't remember it. But a, anyway. A bucket. A bucket. A bucket. A bucket. bucket. Yeah. Uh, question number three. What are you watching and listening to? Um, I just saw the National Theater's taping of Fleabag. Fuck, I did too. Yeah? Yes. Oh, isn't it great? Yes. Uh, so good. And I love, like, watching... Having watched the series, seeing how all of those like little pieces of her story had turned themselves into episodes. So I had never seen the show before. Oh. I have not watched Fleabag, mm. and I don't know a lot about Killing Eve, so I'm not like very knowledgeable about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Right. But um, I watched it at Symphony Space and fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it, and I love her. And I haven't watched Killing Eve either, but I, I might start because of her. Yeah. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, and then a lot of my music lately has been just kind of like old classics that I um, have gone back to. Like Grammy nominations just came out, so like mm. Tank and the Bangas I'm really excited about. Um, uh, some Jason Mraz, a lot of Vampire Weekend, um, and then like my usual podcast. Like it's just kind of been like a comfy music time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fall, the fall to winter spread definitely is like the cozying up. Right. Yeah. I stick with my old favorites. Yeah. 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 Question number four, who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? Uh, Dipney Pieri. Hey, was, Dipney. Yeah, yeah. Bob Dipney. Bob Dipney. Are we ever going to get Dipney to be a guest? I'm, I would. a real question. I'm, I would be cool with that, yeah. She's now, like, infamous amongst our listeners. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number five, one person living or dead whom you may or may not know that you're going to wish well. This is a bit of a cheat, but it's to... Um, Two of my music professors from college, okay. uh, Ruth Ann Schempf, who taught me piano, and Joel Evans, who taught me um, music history and who was one of my advisors, okay. um, because they just got engaged. <gasps> and um, they're two of the kindest, warmest people that I've ever come across, especially in my college career where there's so much going on, and um, they really they really got me through um, 
college. Like, so I am just so happy they found each other, and um, it just warms my cold heart. Aw. Yeah. You don't have a cold heart. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got warm, that. liquid eyes. You warm, <laughs> sunny heart. Warm, liquid eyes. You got liquid eyes, Thank for you. sure. Um, my turn? Yes, your turn. Ask me the questions, Ian. Okay. Claire Manship, what yeah. are you obsessed with? The Masked Singer. Ooh, I just started watching it. Okay. I talked about The Masked Singer last season on the show. Right. I am fucking obsessed because I know who someone is on the show and it is literally making my skin crawl that the uh, judges aren't guessing it, but I love it because I want him to win. Right. I know who the fox is. Okay. Who, okay. Do you th- who is it? Are you, are you not going to say I it? I don't want to spoil it for anybody, okay. but I, I know who it is. Um, that being said, The Masked Singer is really upping its game for season two. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Oh my god, it's so fa- You should go back and watch season one, because mm-hmm. some of the people that were on it will blow your fucking mind. Right. Um, but season two is so fantastic. The costumes are bigger and better. The songs are more intense. There's dance breaks now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm living for it. Awesome. Uh, question number two. Uh, if you were a queen for a day, mm-hmm. uh, what would you decree? I would decree that only milk and dark chocolate are allowed. No white chocolate. Oh, I 100% yes. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Do you know, one, white chocolate is not chocolate. And two, it's sugar. it was invented in a factory. Blech. White chocolate is man-made. It is not chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No white chocolate. I love it. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but butterscotch pieces you can put in any cookie of mine. Oh, absolutely. Butterscotch chips? Yep. Yum. Yep. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, what are you watching and listening to? So besides The Masked Singer, I have been watching New Amsterdam, Single Parents, Superstore. I recently have seen a lot of stuff at the movies. Mm. By this time, I will have seen Frozen 2 probably three times, <laughs> um, I, which I heard it's better than Frozen 1. Really? Yeah. Thank Wild. God. Wild. I recently saw Honey Boy. How was it? Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. If Shia LaBeouf doesn't get a nomination for Best Actor, I swear to God. And screenplay, honestly, and screenplay. Mm. He is so gifted. He's so gifted. Um, And he's so deserving of having a comeback. He is a good person and has been through so much. Um, So I saw Honey Boy... I also saw uh, Jojo Rabbit. How was that? It was good. There's a twist in it that I don't think lands the way they wanted it to land. But, mm. it, uh, man, I laughed. I mean, I really laughed. Good. Making fun of Nazis is fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, what else did I see? I feel like there was something else recently that I saw in the theaters. Anyway, I've been seeing a lot of movies out. Great. Um, and there's a bunch of holiday stuff I'm looking forward to. And I also subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Of course. Honey, I have so much Disney on the brain. So does my roommate. I have come home numerous times or woken up numerous times to her watching a decom. Yeah. Um, so I have been watching Even Stevens, which after watching Honey Boy mm. is a, an experience. Uh, right? Um, Lizzie McGuire. I watched the new um, Christmas movie Noel, which I probably will Ooh, watch I need the to season. watch that one. Oh, Ian, it has your girlfriend in I it. I know. It's so fantastic. And it has my boyfriend, Bill Hader. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh. So anyway, lots of stuff, and I have been listening to this song on repeat that I need to play for the listeners because it's such a fucking bop. What is it? Okay. This is called Bottled Up by Dinah Jane featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Mark E. Bassey. Mm-hmm. Okay? This shit is next level. Baby, baby, love me. Open up my eyes. I'm a bad chick. I need a bad one with me. What 
such a good vibe. It does. Let's wait for the chorus. The chorus is sick. Here comes the drop. I love that beat. Isn't that so great? That beat can get you through the day. So what I love most about this song, Bottled Up by Dinah Jane, mm-hmm. featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Marky Bassey, is that it sounds like it came out when we were 16. It does, yeah. And it just like, I'm drinking, baby, because I'm bottled up. Hey. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> it's so good. And then at the end, they're like, I'm bottled up, yeah. Yeah, I'm bottled. I'm like, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's so fantastic. I've been listening to that. The War on Drugs. I've been listening to um, a bunch of old One Direction. Wow. I'm keeping busy. Yeah. Yes. All right. Question number four. Yeah. Vacuum Lady has returned. Oh, she vacuuming, She vacuuming. Um, Who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. Last person I texted was my boss. Oh, hi, she boss. Was, yeah, hey, boss. She was giving me a little rundown for the day. All right, love a good rundown. Yeah. And finally, yeah. who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well my first grade teacher, Mrs. Mosley. Aw, hi, Mrs. Mosley. Oh, she was so cute. She was one of those people who was like definitely in her late 40s, early 50s, but looked like she was 20. Ooh. And she pieced her bangs together like Amelia Bedelia, and I remember being really into that. Like, she kind of looked like Winona Ryder in Beetlejuice meets Amelia Bedelia. That's a vibe. Oh, yeah. She was so cool. And I just remember that, like, I was the new kid, and she made me feel really welcome, and... Mm. I just, I hope if she is still kicking, which she should be, frankly, um, but if not, for whatever reason, dead or alive, I wish you well, yeah. Mrs. Mosley. All right. Plug time? Yeah, plug time. Plug time. Uh, where can people find you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship at Claire Manship on IG. Mm-hmm. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me at iBrodsky on Twitter and Instagram, at Brodsky Ian on Facebook, and at ianjbrodsky.com. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're a Dapper Devil production at Dapper Devil Prod on Twitter, DapperDevilProductions.com, at Dapper... Oh my god. <laughs> you almost made it through. <laughs> I almost made it through. At Dapper Devil Productions on Instagram and our show, give them the plug. Yes, at This Week's Thing, This Week's Thing at gmail.com, hashtag This Week's Thing, This Week's Thing.com. Yeah, baby. Baby. Um, so, anyway, we will see you next week. Woo! Yeah, and we love ya. We love ya. So, I'm Claire Manship. And you know, I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and you know, that, that was a thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye! That was a Dapper Devil Productions, say. Eh?